Porn Stars or People Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Valentina Mia. Hi. Thank you for doing this. I'm I appreciate you. This is my first AVN. How many have you been to these? Have you? Uh, do you do these a lot? This is do my you, first AVN. Do you go here, bro? <laughs> do I go here? <laughs> this is my first AVN as well. It's okay, very cool. What do you? What did? You, what have you taken? What's the takeaway? Um. Well, the takeaway is to be very social and to make the most out of everything. Okay. Because you know you're not guaranteed to be here every year, and just to be able to. You're not also not guaranteed to be able to see all these people all in one, you know, close proximity. You right. Have opportunity to meet so many legends. Right. I was thinking about this. I'm a comedian. I don't know uh, if, if you have my background, uh, but uh, we don't have this. We like we have every night hanging out at the club doing the thing, but we don't have like get everybody do a thing, take over a hotel and just be fucking, uh, you know, just be morons. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so it's, it's just an interesting thing. I, like, I wonder what is the the total experiences because it seems like you guys only really get i mean because you you know you're not working on on massive scales because it's you know scenes generally are a couple people here and there um so you get like four or five events yeah to just have everybody to have everybody all and it's nuts place. and it know? is nuts yes and then um I, I get to meet a lot of fans here too so this right. is my first opportunity to be able to do that because i don't have any other venue other than these conventions to right be able to do that it's a big part of this so, business yeah. yeah yeah and i had some lengthy conversations with them some that have been telling me they've been voting for me every day no shit like that. Yeah. oh that's great yeah I, d- I do find that i found this interesting and um what word do i want um not just supportive but uh i found it uh really intriguing that in this type of award show people can can be voted in to mm-hmm. some of the awards and then and then that gives them sort of the credibility that they need and 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 yep. deserve exactly um, which is which is really really nice mm-hmm. democratic that's always yeah. nice <laughs> democratic sure yeah yeah well it's a it's a hot word these days isn't it there's was a true true democracy where it exists <laughs> and whether it does or doesn't but apparently it exists here at AVN um so that's cool well, okay, hopefully so true democracy doesn't exist because and you tend to be led by your inferiors, as Plato said. <laughs> the average person isn't too bright. She just dropped some Plato on me. <laughs> uh, I agree with everything that you're saying. Yes. Uh, yeah. Is, uh, and the and and human nature and the ability of people to be herded. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I use human as a, as a rough thing because I'm I'm really starting to get to get to the viewpoint that um, the fact that we think that we're superior because we're humans is yeah. is is our whole problem. Yes, the anthropocentric view of the I, world. Yeah, if we can just go look, we're fucking animals. Yes, we are. <laughs> then I think we can like we can live by some of the rules of other societies that mm-hmm. are working. Yep. Um, Be more aware of our primitive instincts like yes. you know, we have we work off we operate off of just like fear basically. Yes. Remember <laughs> fear we operate like and survival, and right. That just becomes more convoluted in our way of expressing those right. things. Right. Well, we've also made up a bunch of stuff that's not real to mm-hmm. to try and control those things. Yes. And ha- we've been made to uh believe things that aren't real to control those things. I I have this I have this vague theory that uh, uh living in a world with no rules actually uh, a clear guideline set of guidelines becomes uh the the ruling principles mm-hmm. and that morality actually will exist in that environment oh you think so i do i think i think if you live in a world where there are no laws against murdering people then the stakes to murder someone actually grow they do because <laughs> because right now if i murder you then Everybody that knows you is just going to go, well, let's, let's get them in front of the law. Whereas in that society with no rules, if I murder you, then everybody who knows you go, you can't murder her, and they just murder me. Yeah. And while like I'm murdering you, 
then I can get murdered by you. There's like way more chances that I'm going to eventually be killed yeah. by just being a dick than there are in the current situation. So that's, I was this actually is talking vague, about this that earlier. I like that idea of, uh, like I was thinking before, I think it was like yesterday actually I was talking about this and I was um, talking about how it would be so cool if we didn't have any laws or anything. Yes. It would truly be survival of the fittest. Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't even have to be survival of the fittest because, because for some reason I think humanity would prevail and I think we would, be put, ourse- we would put ourselves in a position where we are not just going to let chaos uh take over we it's sort of like it becomes more order uh you know it might it might turn back into sort of like tribing up and all these sorts of things yeah. but i was in south africa and i found that there are people um that are I mean, but there, there's 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 massive poverty and there will always be crime with poverty but there are people that are that are robbing people mm-hmm. and the response now to people that that are not in poverty is to just basically let it happen and not even to them they're letting it happen to other people i witnessed someone people rob- Get each other? robbed and no one even tried to stop it. Wow. Well, you'd be surprised it happens here too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People look the other way because they think someone else is going to call the police or someone else is going to deal with right. the problem. Right. Yeah. We think somebody else is going to instead we're going to put our phones on and and, mm. and and try to get followers off yeah, of the YouTube strand. Yeah. I saw someone I think like died on a Snapchat. No like this, shit. this dude grabbed him, pushed him in the air, and then like slammed him down and seemed like his neck broke yeah and he fell into the ground and his body was completely he still he went limb he got knocked out and yeah. everyone was like ooh oh oh, oh world star like, world, world star, star. Like, this person's like probably dead no he's uh, yeah he's he's uh, this guy he, 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 he won't be able to walk anymore mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, so I, I do I do feel that that that, that could be bo- I mean we're so far beyond that so it's fun to theorize but We'll never, you know, we'll never get, we'll never Actually get to play with there. that theory. I think yeah. that that would, I think that that sort of like state of war sort of place. I think that eventually we'd come into having leadership. I think that that's. So then we get back to the the same yeah. place that we're at. We had just develop another social contract. And yeah. We <laughs> create our own government because we want to be able to secure our liberties that we have because they're so precious. Right. Yeah. And you got to have right. some sort of arbiter to make sure people don't right. violate those rights. Yes, well, may, well, for the other reason because what you said that uh, uh, what was what was Plato's exact quote. Um, if in a democracy you're led by your inferior, you're ruled by your inferiors. Inferiors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah, so there will be that because there are. I mean, we we get it. There are people that just don't want to have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. That's a sad reality. Yeah, and then also just the majority of the. If you go off the majority of the people, the majority person, like the the av- the majority is just like the average, and the average is not um, necessarily the most capable or the best fit for the position. I That's would say the average democracy. is just not convicted. Uh, in the way that that the the outliers are right, so it's like you, in the middle, you just don't feel that strongly about anything mm-hmm. because it's easier to just sort of put your head down and 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 go through the process. So, and there's only going to be those couple people that are like, no, 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 this is not the fucking way. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I That's guess that's all like how politics works here in America. Yeah, for sure. People who well, actually not just in America. <laughs> well, I haven't been to other. I mean, I haven't lived in other countries. Yeah. So. I can just speak for, for sure, sure, and and yet that's how I feel like it, it is here. It's just like it's the few people who care about doing things get those things done one way yeah. or another, and the well, while they try. Sleeps. <laughs> well, it depends, right? Because so then you still run into the same problem, right? So you have you have two sides, you have two convicted sides. Mm-hmm. You have a side that's that's for and a side that it's against, and and it does it does come down to to the drive and the power and all the things of of who gets who gets swallowed and who uh, prevails. Yeah, uh, and it's just a, it's sometimes it's just a matter of time. Uh, with certain policies as as to who's going to be who's going to prevail and or, or the fact or how long it takes to get to the what what is considered just mm-hmm. um 
So what? What are you? So what are your causes then? What are you? My causes, what are you convicted about? Um, I am very convicted about transgender issues. Okay. Because you know, being transgender. Yeah. That really hits home for me. Sure. And I think now is especially the time to um, initiate those conversations yes. and also um, be a part of those conversations yeah. in the first place. Whenever people are over here asking me questions about you know my gender identity and my sexuality and um, whether or not I get surgeries or whatever. Right. These sorts of questions that um, people may not even be concerned, um, may not even be aware of whether these questions are even appropriate right. in the first place. Um, and then also even just how to pose those questions. And I right. think that um, that's an important thing for me. And I've actually done some volunteer work. And I have um, I was actually a organizer for a, a for Equality Texas. In Texas, it's a nonprofit organization that worked to um, uh, advance liberation of uh, LGBTQ people in Texas. And essentially what I did is basically went to uh, 600 doors every week um, discussing with conservatives um, the different... Uh, uh, the, the lack of protections for the LGBT community in Texas, yes. um, including like the in Texas, it's completely legal to be able to um, fire someone or evict someone or deny them services simply because of their um, sexual orientation or gender identity. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of we find that there are a lot of laws that are sort of in place for some other uh, agenda and that they're still kind of hanging around on the books sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, well, we got to figure this thing out. Uh, and until they get challenged, that yeah, becomes a problem. Let me ask you this, because this is what I've found. Um, it, it seems that there are only two sides to this, the, the, the surgery discussion. And the two sides are let whoever do whatever they want. And the other side is I am a bigot. And that's <laughs> that's what they're they've grouped you into because I I wanted to have a an, a more open conversation and I've tried to have it with people in this industry outside of this industry and what happens is if you say maybe surgery isn't the solution then how that sounds is I don't want anyone to have sexual freedom yeah. so there's a very uh, clear middle area that is not being discussed, and I find that that's problematic. Because what do you think that that middle area is? Well, the middle area is um, to dismiss the discussion because you yourself don't feel that way never gets to the heart of the issue. Mm -hmm. Because not every person that's, uh, that 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 that. Uh, wants to transition or that feels that they are uh, in this position with their sexuality might uh, want surgery to be the only other option. There, mm -hmm. there might be another, you know, there might be another option. The other option might might be, you know, uh, dissolving gender as a whole yeah. and, and, and being comfortable as a society with if you say that you're a woman, then that has nothing to do with what we've done in, in a medical facility. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's not, this, not that that's the healthier place, but that's I think that's the place of clarity yes. is that um, if you're in a position where you feel that you were um, somehow you don't fit into the two, two categories. I think that's the, the issue. You don't fit into the two categories. Then why should we think that this doctor is going to solve all of your problems? Yeah. As opposed to. Getting into the discussion and yeah. actually having the the conversation, and there there are like really three 
three kinds and it comes from a transgender person's perspective there's um there's pre-op and there's post-op pre-op meaning that they want to have um surgery yes and then post-op means that they've already had it yes um or had surgery and then there's non-op which is people who elect to not get surgery whether it's for financial reasons or they just don't want to do it yeah why does it yeah why would it have to be for financial reasons first this this is the problem that i have it's for financial reasons because it costs like twenty thousand dollars sure but this is the problem that i have why so then so from your perspective, why is it necessary to be one of those? Basically, so it's not e- it's not even really three things. It's it's two things, and then a tiny other thing that's that's half of that thing is based in the other two. Does that make sense? So it's like two and a half things. Because you're saying it's a small well, percentage of decides, people. Is, is people who decided they don't want it right at all for one reason or another, right. whatever that reason may be. And the, so let's remove financial then, so that we can actually that includes financial because there that is a reason why some people don't want it. Is sure, because they don't they can't afford it and they don't want it because they can't afford it. But for this discussion, let's remove financial because. Because in my because that's for me that's just pre-op extended extended I can right? see how you could how you could think of it like that but well I'm just saying for this discussion so yeah. we don't muddy the third mm-hmm. category which okay. is non-op okay. so from your perspective it, it does does non-op hold up in the same as the uh, as 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 post-op and pre-op um from in my p- in my personal perspective I value it all the same I don't think that. What is between my legs decides my gender. I know right. that I'm a woman, irrespective right. of what is between my legs. Um, but as a person, personally for me, I'm pre-op because I do want to get surgery. Yes. Um, and as far as other people's decision, it's their bodies. Yes. So I'm not here to govern whether or not they're transgender or not because of what they want to do. Sure. So, but th- but then that's that's the part of the discussion that that becomes difficult because as I'm. I don't feel this way. I don't have uh, this this emotion, so mm-hmm. I can't speak on behalf of it. I think is what we're what we're doing. Well, I guess I could ask you hypothetically: How would you feel if you looked in the mirror and saw that you had a vagina every day? Like, you know right? What I mean, it's just the same thing. It's just like, how would you feel about that? And that's kind of um, if if you can get an idea of how that would feel for someone else, then that give you a sense of what it's well, like. Well, so my my disconnect. And this is this is sort of like again. I also contemplate how if we don't have laws, then nobody kills anybody. So this is like you know I've 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 gone to the the sort of the six or seven levels above. My disconnect is this idea that if the two the two categories that that don't fit the person that's feeling this way uh, exist, then wouldn't it be problematic to try to then? jump into one of the two categories as opposed to say that no my category is a category and my category needs to be recognized but what category do you think would extend beyond like non-op or post-op or pre-op well being born male being born female and being comfortable there the third then category is being not comfortable there so then we're trying to jump into one of the other two genders that we weren't assigned at birth I'm, i'm getting kind of confused now that's where I'm at. This is and this is where this is why the discussion gets confused. So if if you if you're acknowledging that trans is a third category okay. of person, a person you said you said it says if I look in the mirror and I have a vagina and, I, and I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. Why should I trust? It's some not a third category though. I an outsider. Say, I would say it's 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 the second category. There's two. There's cisgender and then there's trans. Sure. That's so fair. There's two. But yeah. So and then if your cisgender cis- means that you identify as the same gender right. that you were assigned at birth, and transgender means you just but those are two things. Different, 
a gender that is different from the one that you were assigned at birth. Right. Okay. Fair. Okay. So we br- if we break it that way, which then can allow for a spectrum too. And and I and that's what I and that's what I believe in, and that's I think where the discussion uh, needs to open up to, as opposed to just go. Well, then just switch. I think going then just switch. It doesn't so solve the problem, right? It's not male, female, binary. I right. Don't, I don't believe. I don't believe in that. And that's how right. I feel, and I and I think that's where we're muddying the category. Yeah. And because you understand, and trans people understand that that there will always be a complexity to trying to reassign, and you're never going to fully fit into that category. So let's open the category. Well, I th- of conversation. I, th- I think I think you're right, but I think that the the conversation is more. I think it's clear, clarified by the distinction between transgender and cisgender and recognizing that transgender does include the, or does allow for the people to lie on a spectrum. Yes. It's just that so, so long as they don't identify as the gender they were assigned at birth is the key aspect of that okay. transition, that trans portion of the word um, transgender. And then also that those who decide to not be on that, to be on that um, spectrum, those people can, you know, be all different flavors and everything. Sure. And what were you just saying at the very end? Uh, that actually was the first point I was going to say. What were you just saying right before I said that? Well, I'm, st- I'm still, I'm still stuck. I'm, I'm worried oh, yeah, where the, the, the spectrum is, is, is cisgender and transgender. That's yeah. the important distinction. Yeah. And I think that, like, it's so long as we understand that distinction, then it clarifies it all. Yes. And I don't think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. again, and it's a very, I think it's a much more sophisticated conversation to start talking about the the you know the, the spectrum i think right now because it's kind of a first introduction to, yes. to transgender no i'll agree with that, that. people it's, it's a lot simpler but it of an doesn't mean that we shouldn't that. have the conversation certainly and now that we've limited it to this to the to the uh i don't know let's let's call it the more uh uh less sophisticated version of the conversation mm-hmm. then we're skipping a step are we aren't we I don't think we're skipping a step because it still acknowledges them. Sure. It still acknowledges their existence. It's just it's just to say that, you know, if people want to originally think of transgender as male to female, that sort of thing, then at least they're grasping on the concepts at the first place. But so long as they understand the definition of it, it's yes. inclusive of their pe- people belonging to a spectrum. Okay, you know? that's fair. But, but again, my point is that the new argument has become... Uh, either I'm a bigot or I am dismissive, and okay. it's neither one is getting like to the complexity. Like people are either bigots or dismissive. No, if you if you t- either side of the argument, first side of the argument is nobody should be able to have surgery. That's okay. like that what the people think is, is side A, mm-hmm. and they think side B is it's not me. Let them do whatever they want. Okay. Whoever let whoever do whatever they want with their body, mm-hmm. and both of those sides are dismissive Why because because to say I don't understand it. Do whatever you want mm-hmm. does is not a discussion. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's like when people like uh, think with racism. If you look at a white person, it's like I don't get it. I'm just not gonna think about it. Like no, I don't, I don't. I don't follow. Like if a, s- a white person that has never experienced racism or doesn't experience racism to the extent that say a color per- a person of color would, they could be dismissive about it by saying that they don't understand what it's like to have to have to. You know, to experience racism. Right. So let's not even talk yeah, about so let's it. Let's not even talk about right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I that's how I. F- that's what I feel is happening. Mm-hmm. Is is and it's, it's also an uncomfortable it's getting issue. Brushed so under the rug. A lot of people don't like to talk about it. I make it a point to every single time I'm on a plane, I tell the person next to me that I'm transgender and yeah. that I'm a porn star because I want them to know those things so that they can put a face to those to those labels. Sure. Because almost every single time they've told me I'm the first transgender person that they know, you know, that they know is transgender. And you know that that's, oh, that they know, sure. Yeah. Because and you know that they're interacting with trans people. And they, yeah, exactly. And, they have no and, idea. and I tell them that they're like, you know, for every firefighter you've seen, 
you've seen a transgender person. For every redhead you've seen, you've seen a transgender person. Yeah. Because that's, a, that's a, our frequency. Is I don't know if the statistics are exactly the same it on is, those. It's, it's about the firefighter? I don't know how many firefighters there are. There's oh, these are real numbers? Like one in a thousand, I believe. Okay. Is the number. Yeah. <laughs> so very interesting. Okay, so firefighters and redheads. Mm-hmm. My brother's a redhead. And I and I and I and I and I. I'm play. not saying all firefighters and redheads are transgender. <laughs> well, let's just say that. Fuck it. Um, no, but that's my point. Is that is 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 when we don't get to the 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 root of the discussion, we're 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 becoming. Um, I don't know. Uh, less tolerant of actually resolving any of these issues. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of the, the the problem. I agree, but I, I the reason why I'm just so sh- so hesitant to like go too in depth with everyone about all the issues all at once is one because there's a lot of terminology that people need to like adjust themselves right. to in the first place to be able to engage in this conversation sure. intelligently. And I think that if we don't do that, if we don't kind of like keep it simple and then get more complex and just try to give everything all at once, yeah. I think that that's just too overwhelming. And I've had people tell me that the information I'm giving them is too overwhelming, and that's right. even the more generic expression of it and they are very quick and people are quick to just um like be dismissive or just like, tune out on things that they just don't understand yeah they're intimidated by it like right. all that is intimidating I, i'll be honest like for me it was intimidating sure to figure this out i had to learn this like uh oh, two years ago yeah i started learning about all this stuff myself and uh, you know that was intimidating i was uh, looking at youtube videos trying to figure out what all these different words meant like gender right. dysphoria or what is it's transgender in the first place right. like what constitutes uh like what is a cisgender person like right never even heard the word cisgender before like two right. years ago yeah <laughs> yeah me as well uh and and this and this concept of of um pronoun and but again we uh, we have to be, you know we have to be in the discussion and mm-hmm. and i think the i think that one of the well I was gonna say one of the one of the clearer and 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 um, uh, well executed versions of 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 one of the discussions was actually a, a season ago in the show Shameless, mm-hmm. where one of the characters is a as a is a gay male and he meets an uh, transgender person and they and they start a relationship and then the transgender person has to basically walk this guy through his sexuality and i think they do they do an okay job of sort of um spelling out some of the things and having this person literally and it's just funny because it's the only way to almost make it work was was have a trans person then sit down and we have to watch him explain it to mm-hmm. uh the other character so it was just uh, um it was an interesting thing but it is it's a, there's a there's a lack of information on the market and 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 in discussions and i find that people just go yeah, that's let whoever much. do whatever. Yeah, they're like that's too much. Just let them do what they want to do. Right, and I hate that. It, it bothers me because, like, like my first introduction to these sorts of discussions about you know social justice, um, and um, you know individual rights and human rights and stuff came from a discussion about race as someone who's multiracial. I yeah. was like my my introduction to these sorts of things tend to be about race because people tend to talk about race as the first discussion yeah. th- you know topic and um and you know since then you know I've always think that I've always thought that those people who are so dismissive are not an ally. Like, if you right. truly identify as an ally and are part of allyship, then it's a process. And one of the part of the process is, is that it l- requires a lot of learning in and a lot of paying attention. And if you're not over there listening and you're not over there learning, then you're not a true ally, in yeah. my opinion. Um, and this and is you're just as bad as everyone else who's against us because you're not doing anything for us. And this is how I, and this is how I feel. And that's, why, and that's why, as a curious person, as a person who's trying to gather information to be in the conversation, I've been grouped... 
in into the opposite side of the argument that I feel because it, it is a it is a complex and we've created this, this two sides mm-hmm. and so I didn't I wasn't comfortable being shoved into the side where they were like well then if you don't think that the surgery and the thing and that they should be able to do everybody should be able to do what they want and everybody should it's their body then you don't like gay people and you don't like trans people and you don't and it's like well that's not at all how I feel and it's like so I felt you know overwhelmed in those types of conversations so I think it is important to 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 be clear that this is a more complex conversation and we're, yeah. we're just we're not but we're just I'm fucking confused so do you do you disagree that people should be able to do what no my question my my concern my question my uh, curiosity comes from sort of you know th- what you were saying which is post up uh, pre-op and uh, no op and my my concern is what uh, is is to have enough of a discu- uh, discussion about uh, the feelings of of no op, mm-hmm. and again, that's why I'm trying to remo- take. I'm just taking financial out for a second because I want to. I want to have the conversation of people that um, want to have the conversation of of should we just dissolve the concept of 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 gender as a whole, mm-hmm. and uh, it having nothing to do with uh, with a body part and having to do with with who humans are and who mm-hmm. we are in our soul. So that's the and that's the hardest. Like that's the furthest part of the spectrum of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm having you're trouble like getting there. You're like in volume like four right now. Right, and I'm trying, and I'm having trouble getting mm-hmm. there. Yeah, because you're just trying to jump right into that, and I think that that's not going to ever work if you're trying to be right. practical with it. I think that that sort of that sounds like a utopian society. Right, right. I, I w- no laws, no genders. Yeah. Kill, fuck, do it. I'll fucking kill whoever you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's a morality to that. You're yeah, scaring me. <laughs> So I didn't mean to put those two together, <laughs> especially considering this issue and that f- people that have people have been killed over over mm-hmm. sexual issues for for forever. But yes, um, but the but but the morality a- of humanity that w- that we're missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it is. So it is. It, what you pointing out um, intelligently that there is a complex. It is very complex, uh, and I think step and I think to get there. For now, I think that it's it's. I think that it's actually necessary to acknowledge that transgender people just like how i think in the same with respect to like abortion and stuff with with you know with women it's like it's our bodies like it's what we want to do with our bodies isn't really up to other people's sure you know opinion and i think that it's important to have that opinion and i think that if you don't have that opinion then i do have a problem with you yeah but if you um if you have that opinion i think that's at least that's like the the the, the bare necessities but but you it's 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 not sufficient yeah. It's necessary, but it's insufficient. Well, here's um, where to be considered an ally, in my opinion. Here's wha- here's what I fear, and this is the only thing that I fear. And this and then this is the problem: is is it's uh, there's no example that will ever be good enough to encapsulate the way a trans person feels, right? So it's like any any version of of whatever thing that I that I wasn't born with that I feel like I should now have. Mm. I fear that. Once we start opening the doors, uh, that is, let everyone do whatever they want with their body, that we're we're going outside of sexuality and we're going into a position well, I'm talking where about transgender people and their right. bodies, and right? Seeking a specific issue. No, you like, are uh, specifically with transgender people for sure. In the case with women with abortions and stuff, I'm not saying that like no, and I can see all these go, points you to know, you hurt themselves and and do things that would be, um, you know you know bad for them overall but right or this or just even as silly as like oh well uh i would have a a a, a, a an athletic edge if mm. you know i removed a toe or what you know whatever silliness like that and that's the that's the worry that i have is once we once we 
dismiss the thing and then just let this this thing run. And we're still trying to solve this discussion and 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 sexuality and all these things. And then while that's happening, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm also thinking that I'm, I don't see uh, a world where a lot of people are doing a whole lot of weird things to themselves, like yet, you know, sewing on a fifth arm or third arm or yet. something like that. Well, I there's mean, so still just the like, debate. What's the impulse to do that? If well, there's the debate. There's a debate of of uh, of whether or not you would be more aerodynamically sound and and better uh, if you amputated both your legs and then became an Olympic runner. I mean, these we've had these debates in the past, and and there is a reality that. That uh, we have gotten to a technological standpoint where, uh, I mean, then there are people, there are definitely people at Comic-Con that if they could cut off their arm and put a robotic arm on, they would do that. So like, and if they can afford to do it, then I don't <laughs> see why not. <laughs> okay. I well, mean, and that's where, and that's, it and that's what I'm afraid of. It's strange for me, but it's just like, that's not my body. Like, who yeah. am I to be like, no, they can't do that. If they want, if they have the money to do it, they want to do it. They're not hurting anyone. And I'm I'm all for it. Like, well, <laughs> well, I'll hop, well, I'll hop out of the argument because that's that's sort of like that. Those are those are both ends of the road, and we can't. You know <laughs> what I mean? We're not going to agree on those things. Uh, I don't think I don't think that we should ever be in a place where where we're giving people robotic arms. And that's so that's me. Coming from the lawless, anarchic type of person over here, <laughs> right, yeah, right, we should just have no laws and stuff. But yeah, this one, but don't fucking have robotic mind. arms. I mean, I gotta. Say I think you're just scared <laughs> they're gonna like attack you with a robot. No, arm. I'm not. <laughs> No, that's not the issue. But so, so dead that there. So, AVN, <laughs> this is you. You said this is your first. It's my first. Um, what what have you? Um, I don't know. What have you partaken in in Vegas outside of AVN? Outside of of of, uh, of introducing yourself mm-hmm. as a trans porn star to every person <laughs> you meet on the on the airplane. On the airplane. What are you doing to like maintain sanity? Just just like have a balance in your life. Uh, the edibles. <laughs> okay, yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, let me ask you this, since you're very knowledgeable on all the things. So uh, there's a shaky line, I thought, on the, on the legality of, of, of uh, marijuana in Las Vegas. Last time I was here, is it? Can I go? Can I go? Some, is there a dispensary that I can go to in Vegas now? Are we fully I, legal? There's one that I can walk that I walk to every day. Okay, so fully <laughs> fully legal. I was okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and then how do you find? And then how do you find you the the product it. here versus versus other places? Oh, good. It's on par. Good stuff. Yeah. It's on par. It's a little dry. Yeah. Th- that drier than I'm used to. Yeah. Because I'm more of a blunt person. Yeah. So well, it's also it's it's a very I didn't realize this is my first time being in Vegas in winter and I was, I was looking at the temperatures and I was like okay and I tried to dress accordingly mm-hmm. but uh, it, it is a, it is a cold brisk uh, place in in the in the winter because it is so it is so dry. Yeah. It is. And my whole face is. Uh, chapped basically. I had to, to oil my body. Yeah, and put on Vaseline and everything. I caught. Yeah, I caught up got, too late. <laughs> I actually got some um some chapstick. Yeah, from the from the dispensary. Oh no shit. CBD chapstick. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Oh, so that's actually that that that's a whole other level of. of I love uh, it. It's the only way. I, only way I can get my man to wear chapstick. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that's funny. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> what, on whatever way you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. I caught up too late, so I've been to. I I really do like um, learning a city a little bit by by not just taking cabs and whatnot. So I've been trying to take the bus for a couple of days, and so there's like a twenty minute gap sometimes between buses. And I'm just getting railed with wind, and like my nose and my lips are just falling apart. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like I'm I've I I took the damage, and now I'm just trying to catch up uh, to the to the dryness, and I'm not I'm not I'm not doing a successful. A lot of water. Yeah, that's what I also woke up dehydrated. I woke up yeah so thirsty in the middle of the night. We do find we do find it when, when we get busy like this. We find like the, even just doing the the simplest things like drinking water mm-hmm. becomes like a challenge. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so what's the what's the rest of the weekend? So you have uh, there's AVN awards tonight. Are you yes, are you participating? Awards, yes, awards. Yes, I'll be on the red carpet. And Very then cool. Have the awards right after. Very cool. And then I'm sure there's all these parties afterwards. Yeah. So I don't have know which one. I'm have gonna. you been partying so I, far? <laughs> I was going to go party last night with me, Isabella, and um, she disappeared. And her phone died. Oh no shit. But um, I also like I had. I had other plans yeah. too, so I was like, I just went off and did my own thing. Yeah, nice. But yeah. I'm, I'm not much of a partier anymore. Okay. I used to do a lot of that. Yeah, when I was like 17 to like 21. Yeah, everything party, when party, yeah party. when you're like in your early 20s and late teens, everything mm. is a novelty. See, I had a fake at 17, so I was 21 at 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then by the time I was 21, I was like 24. You kind of like yeah, you're just like I'm over I'm it. Like yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I I ended up in London uh, before I turned 21. And so I started drinking in London legally because it's 18. And then I came back and then I like it was my 21st birthday. And I was like, no, it's not. That's like it's not a big it's deal. Not, it's exciting. It's not anymore. like a thing. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my 21st birthday, though, I, I went blackout drunk. Oh, yeah. You have it to. Was at, it was at a bar. Oh, um, I still did campus, that. And. Um, this dude was there. He was a friend of mine. He has very popular dude. So yeah. a lot of people kept walking through the bar and it was like, oh, Derek, finish your birthday. And it's like my birthday too. So they got me b- birthday shots. Too. Oh yeah. So I was trying to be shot to shot with him. I don't remember after shot like no. three. Um, after I just like just black out. Woke yeah. Up, I woke up in a bathroom. And yeah. Like, that wasn't mine. Right. Near throw up. That wasn't mine. Right. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, mine. you got a better story part. than me. Yeah. That was the worst I remember part. I, I was planking outside of my loft and they wouldn't let me in there for like, for like, um, like, you know, public safety reasons oh, or something. Wow. They thought I would go in the room and die. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So I had to sleep at. So they, so they're like, just go somewhere else and die. Seriously. Yeah. No, they yeah. weren't like that. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's terrible. I was just planking on the floor. Like, See, like if there was down. no laws, there would be no law for you to not go to your... <laughs> See, exactly. It's my own place. I don't know why I could go to my own place and die. Like, right, gosh. yeah. It's uh, it is it is it is a bit of a cleanup issue. It is. It beats public intoxication. Though. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like the ticket. Yeah, I had I did have that experience. I had the uh, I, so I I met some uh, famous uh, sportscaster. So I hear we took many pictures. I lost the camera. I the only thing I remember from my twenty first birthday was um, and this I still envy this girl for this was was uh, this is the last time I dated a girl who was like comfortable popping a squat and we put we squatted next to each other and I peed off to the left and she peed off to the right <laughs> and it. Was, and it was beautiful. I mean, it was what? it was true love. It's oh it's hard, it is hard. It's hard to meet I somebody. Sh- I tried that before. I was like, aim in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. And uh, and then I remember uh, I have this thing when I get totally well in my twenties when I get totally wasted is uh, I'll be in the bathroom and I'm and I'm going to get sick and I decide for some reason my my drunk body decides that where I'm going to vomit is not in the logical place like the toilet. I, mm-hmm. I it's usually into the sink or the the bathtub. Of course, the bathtub. So, so I remember. This, so I remember so this poor girl crying and 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 trying to to Ew. to clean the bathtub with my vomit. That's so gross. Yeah, that's a removable shower heads. That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get it. If it's got it's got multi purposes, you know. You it's can clean up the puke. Clean up the puke and clean, and you can clean your butthole mm-hmm. uh, with ease. There it's you a, go. It's brilliant. That's really what we should be talking about. We should be talking about the two sides: the the the, the stationary shower head people and the movable shower head people. Both. <laughs> yeah, that's the new that's the new wave, right? They, so you can have the you have the one, one the here side. and the other side. Mm-hmm. I can never figure out the thing, and I always and I always turn the wrong knob at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. I always turn the that knob and get hit right in the face as I'm trying <laughs> to get in the thing. You know what? You know what? Actually, the the greatest thing I've experienced in a while from a shower is the the place that I was staying on this trip has a um it has a thermometer. Oh no way! In the shower head. 
That's useful. It was, and I did, so I didn't know what what temperature I like having My a shower is at. So sensitive, like this. Yeah. Much of a difference no, between and I had to. Yeah. And it and it w- and it was uh, and it would go blue and then it would go orange and then it would go red. Because like 116 will melt your skin. Oh my God! No and way you can go up that high. And yeah, yeah. This was It'll the hottest shower I've ever experienced. It didn't melt my skin. It's a hotel it was, that you're at right now. No, no, no it was an Airbnb. Oh, this okay. guy's an Airbnb, oh. and I found that one 106. That's my that's my that's my shower temp. 106 to 108 is my shower temp. No way. Yeah. I wonder so, what mine is because I always have it really hot. Yeah, I usually like the hottest. I had no clue. I had no clue, but it, it was it was brilliant. And it was that kind of thing. It was literally like it would be 111, and I was like it was too much, and I would just touch the thing. Mm-hmm. Wait a second, have it have it cool down. But now I have to have this thing. That sounds so it's cool. A piece I of technology. That. That's it. It's, it's like the whole setup. Like, how do you? Can you just buy it separately? Or yeah, no, it's just a. Re- I don't know. It was a regular shower head, and then inside the shower head just had a number. Oh wow. Yeah. So I guess you have to buy the shower head. Yeah, you got to get the temp shower head. That's cool. I mean, you can. I guess you can go get a um, thermometer. Just a thermometer that you shove in like a uh, in like a pork, and you could do it that way. But that's not. I don't know. That's probably not the fastest way to do it. That doesn't sound like a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, look, uh, wonderful talking to you. Uh, I mean, th- th- we really did touch on some things. You did, you did educate me in a way that um, helps me understand that that, I, that that me skipping steps maybe is the is is the wrong conversation to be having. And 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 now I kind of understand more where um, where I need to educate myself and 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 get up to speed in the argument. But that you know that goes to show that that all of us are sort of. Uh, ill-equipped for a lot of mm-hmm. discussions that we end up getting involved in and uh, and we should all try to be better we should not be the the inferior end of the democracy there um, you go. <laughs> uh, so how do they follow you online what's your favorite social media what um okay cool so um vous valentina mm-hmm. is vous vous is in vu mm-hmm. valentina that's my handle for twitter instagram um uh What's it called? Snapchat. Classmates.com. A whole lot. <laughs> Classmates.com. Pinterest. No, I also have um, an OnlyFans account, OnlyFans.com. Very cool. V-O-U-S Valentina. Pay for your porn, guys. This is uh, our, our PSA for the moment. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people are not educated on the idea that if you didn't pay for your porn in, in that an individual setting, that most likely your performer didn't get paid. So make sure you pay for your porn. Check out the OnlyFans. Sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans.com slash V-O-U-S Valentina. And... Um, also, my personal website is valentina-mia.com, and also you can just like Google me, and all my other stuff will pop up too. So, and if you're on a plane, uh, have the discussion, uh, <laughs> get, in, get into all the conversations, and uh, let's let's implore people to, to yeah get out there and educate themselves and and really. Um, try to evolve this discussion because mostly because I want to get to level four. I want to get to volume four, and, and we're we're so far behind, yeah. and we really need to catch up on the discussion. Um, thank you so much, uh, guys. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. Whatever thing you found us on, we're on the other thing. We have some fun content today on YouTube. Check that out. Uh, we try to bring you excellent content whenever we can. We drop every Sunday. Porn Stars and People podcast. Thank you so much to my guest Valentina. Uh, I'm Dan Frigolet, the host. Thank you so much for listening, guys. 